So, four days ago on ScreenRant.com, Christopher Kappel posted an article where he basically hit, uh, headlined it, 10 characters we need to see in the Sonic the Hedgehog Netflix series, Sonic Prime. These are basically characters that obviously he probably knows, uh, if not, you know, being in the fan base himself, he probably knows fans would like to see in Sonic Prime, especially when the synopsis dictates at the fact that it's going to deal with multiple, multiple uh, universes. It's going to be a little darker and serious. You know, so for 24 episodes, or even 25 if they add one more, you can't ask for any more than, hey, these characters appearing. So without further ado, as they would say, let's, um, let's, let's read off the list that he has here of characters. Now, first off, uh, he talks about, you know, basically the history of the Sonic animated series, talking about the notorious characters in Sonic, but that, you know, but, you know, there being some characters fans will hope to see in Sonic Prime. And he talks about, you know, it's been about four years, or going to be five years when Prime comes out since the last animated series, Sonic Boom. And he talks about the fact that it's, you know, Sonic Prime being 3D and CGI is going to be a lot more serious and it's being uh, created in, by Wild Brain Vancouver, once known a long time ago by, by the name of Dick Entertainment or Dick Animation. So, with that said, who are the ten characters he lists off? Number ten, Sally Acorn and the Freedom Fighters. He states, basically, easily the most beloved of the Sonic cartoon adventures is the 93 self, self-titled Sonic the Hedgehog, known as Sally M, defense. And it's because, of course, it aired on Saturday mornings. Sonic and Tails uh, are part of the Freedom Fighters led by Princess Sally Acorn, daughter of the rightful ruler of Mobius, who is fighting to end Robotnik's rule. The darker take on Sonic's world resonates with fans even today. And it has the basis for Sonic the Hedgehog's, or for Sonic's beloved long-running comic book series, which was the Archie book. So it would be great to see at least Sally Acorn uh, uh, return on Sonic Prime. So basically what he's sta- stating here is that, you know, he's even admitting that even today, Saturday AM, if you watch it, feels like it's a show that could be, you know, could be, you know, could resonate with even the newer generation today, the newer fans. And ba- because of its darker tone, it's more seriousness, and it's got a mix of comedy in there too. But basically, he's stating that at least, out of all the characters, it would be nice to see Sally appear in this. So, who knows? Maybe we might get that. Because, again, the synopsis details multiple universes. The other one he brings up, Hyper Metal Sonic, Neo Metal Sonic. You know, he brings up the fact that Hyper Metal Sonic, you know, started out in Sonic CD, was used as a recurring villain, often uh, to challenge Sonic to races uh, in games like Sonic CD, Sonic Mania, and Sonic Forces. But occasionally he's allowed to break out and become a major threat. He mentions the Hyper Metal Sonic and the Sonic OVA, the anime movie, known as Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie here in uh, the States. But he's all. But what's more interesting, and he points this out, that being Christopher, is the redesigned Neo Metal Sonic and Metal Overlord from Sonic Heroes, which would be a fitting opponent for Sonic Prime. And what's interesting about that is somebody um, on DeviantArt posted an image of what Sally would look like, you know, had the Mecha Sally arc gone a different way. 
Because we were always speculating, okay, what's the direction? What's going to happen? Whether we liked reading it or we didn't, whether we read it or we didn't, or just kept, you know, you know, kept, kept up to date with it and all that. You know, we were always wondering, okay, what's next? What could be the next, you know, take? What's the next step? And a lot of people speculated, including this person that did this artwork, that Sally could go that route. But thankfully, that didn't happen. At number eight, the other characters, you know, he would like to see, along with the fans, in Sonic Prime, Scratch and Grounder. You know, he talks about, um, basically, Adventures, you know, the uh, Adventures um, cartoon, which is not fondly received or remembered uh, by fans nowadays, although it's still, you know, people still like it, there's no doubt, but some, a majority of fans don't really consider it a good show, because it's mostly aimed at the younger audience. Uh, basically... He says, one of the most memorable characters are the bumbling badniks known as Scratch and Grounder, who try to capture Tails and Sonic, uh, much to who try to attempt to capture Sonic and Tails, uh, much to a comedic effect, if you will, basically failure. But he does state that a better take on Scratch and Grounder uh, in Sonic Prime would help raise the status, essentially. In other words, if Sonic Prime is going to be that darker series of Sonic that we haven't seen since, you know, Sat AM itself, then something like, you know, then taking characters like Scratch and Grounder in a multi-universe and making them a little bit more darker, perhaps, could work. Another character that he feels we could see in Sonic Boom, Tikal the Echidna. Tikal the Echidna basically states that one of the things they could do with Sonic, well, not Sonic Boom, but Sonic Prime, I'm sorry, but one thing he states about Tikal being in Sonic Prime is it would give a basis to explore more of Knuckles' uh, past, you know, his history, his ancestors. And we kind of got a glimpse of that in Sonic X when they did the adaptation of Sonic Adventure and Takal was presented there. And I think they presented her in a very good, in a very presentable way. I, th I thought they did great with her on that. But yeah, you know, Takal, I think, obviously would be a good fit for this. And maybe one of the multi-universes that they go to is back in time, you know, when she was alive and, you know, not sacrificing herself to become one with the Emerald and one with Chaos and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think Takal would fit out great. And I think a great, I think a two-part story with her would be tremendous. Uh, next up, the other characters he feels that could, you know, really do well in a Sonic Prime appearance, Sonya and Manic. Sonya and Manic Hitchhog from Sonic Underground. He states that, of course, it is the more or less unknown one because it came out in 1999. It's one of the series that fans were not really thrilled about because it removed Tails in favor of them. And, of course, one of the other criticisms was the fact that you had Jaleel White, the original voice of Sonic, Steve Urkel in Family Matters, voicing both Sonic, his brother Manic, and sister Sonya. And basically that by appearing in Sonic Prime, not only could it do justice for the trio... And mostly the two siblings, but maybe recast them while it's at it. In other words, cast the characters properly. In other words, have a female um, actress voice uh, Sonya instead of, you know, Jaleel White. Number five is Blaze the Cat. That's right, you would like to see Blaze the Cat in there. Talking about the fact that she is from an alternate dimension. You know, she's from an alternate dimension. Her powers are similar to Sonic, except she could uh, make fire. Um... And there hasn't really been any explanation of her home dimension outside of the much, uh, uh, the much maligned 
2006 Sonic game. So it's political territory for Prime uh, to mine, in other words. In other words, what he's saying by saying to mine, in other words, by bringing Blaze in and probably having an episode or two take place on her world, it gives an opportunity to explore more about who she is and what's associated, you know, what her background is and stuff like that, how she came to be Guardian of the Soul Emeralds and all that. Another character that he said that should be in there is Princess Elise. Again, once again, from the 2006 Sonic game. Uh, basically, he talks about the fact, of course, that Sonic, 2, uh, Sonic 06 was the most hated game there was. And one of the reasons was the uh, forced romantic relationship between Sonic and Elise. It says, by evolving Elise in Sonic Prime, it would give the character a chance to redeem herself in the eyes of fans. It would also give the writers a chance to expand her character and deepen her connection to Sonic, Silver, and even Blaze. So in other words, let's say they do a miniseries for the finale for season one, if we get multiple seasons. And, you know, not only do you have Sonic, but you also have Sally, but then you have Silver and you have Blaze and all of them. You could also have Elise show up, and this time she could be like, let's say, uh, Daisy, believe it or not. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Daisy from the end of the 93 Mario Brothers movie. The other character he says we should see at number three, the Werehog. That's right, from Sonic Unleashed. He says, while Sonic Unleashed is a mostly fine 3D Sonic game, it was criticized for transforming Sonic into a giant wolf creature for half of its for half its playtime, whereupon it became a beat 'em up rather than a fast-paced platformer. While fans aren't in a, any hurry to revisit playing the Werehog again, there are a lot of unanswered uh, story questions about the creature that a TV series like Prime would be well placed. Uh, where, well, basically, what TV TV series like Sonic Prime would be well placed for uh, to uh, to answer to answer. That's what I'm trying to say. It's possible that other hedgehogs and other dimensions dimensions to be affected by the werehog disease. After all, in other words, what he's saying is if they go to a dimension where Sonic meets with Sonic, but Sonic in this case has that werehog curse on him, it could work. A good uh, a good example of this is the finale to the. 1990s Fox animated Spider-Man series, uh, basically, where the ending was it was they were in all they uh, Peter Parker met with alternate versions of himself that were based on things that he had gone through or those that he had been associated with ally-wise, and one of them was the Man Spider. All right, number two, and this one's really going to get people talking. Chris Thorndike, yes, Chris Thorndike. If Sonic is going to travel to other dimensions in Sonic Prime, fans undoubtedly would be hopeful that the show will use the excuse to revisit other Sonic cartoons. If this happens, a return to the excellent Sonic X series should be first on the cards, and with it, a catch-up with the show's human protagonist, Christopher Thorndike. Chris is energetic and hungry for the adventure that Sonic brings but had a tragic exit. At the end of the Sonic X series, Chris was forced to grow up seeing Sonic and his friends, uh, or Chris was forced to give up, I should say, not grow up, but Chris was forced to give up seeing Sonic and his friends ever again, 
in order to return home, and Sonic Prime could finally bring closure to his storyline. In other words, we could potentially find out what happened to him, how he got back, and stuff like that. And number one, Infinite. Yes, Infinite. The main villain of the most recent Sonic game, 2017 Sonic Forces, is a jack is a jackal with the powers of the magical Phantom Ruby. Since the Phantom Ruby is a powerful gem that enables uh, well, I couldn't read it because it prints out weird. Uh, and infinite, well, basically, plus infinite, and I'll provide a link to this so you guys can read all of it, you know, because there are some parts that skipped out. Okay, like, you know, got cut off. Plus infinite remain something of a mystery. Other than being the ambitious former head of the Jackal Squad mercenary group, not much is known about him. Plus, he makes a sudden or a sudden disappearance at the end of Sonic Forces, so it would be good for the show to explore what happened to him. So yeah, and let me uh, hold on while I do something, guys. So yeah, basically, just checking my time there. So yeah, basically, what they're saying is that with Sonic Forces. You have this list of characters, and again, the link will be provided in the description if I can't get it into an animation. Uh, but basically, they're stating that with Sonic Forces, you have the opportunity. The opportunity, you know, to bring in these characters for maybe more than just one episode. And really kind of play on the, on the synopsis of what the show is about. And that being exploring multiple universes and dimensions... You know, during the storyline where Sonic has to is going to go through self-discovery and an opportunity to redeem himself. So, you know, I I don't disagree with any of these. I really don't, because I could definitely see people at uh, the writers behind the series. I could see them basically uh, reworking a lot of the characters, recasting them correctly, voice-wise. I mean, again, I could see Elise taking a page out of Daisy's book at the end of the 93 Mario Brothers movie, and she could be like this. You know? So I could see that. Not saying it would happen, but I could see that. Sally, I could see showing up in maybe one or two uh, episodes and maybe being a major part of the finale, along with Knuckles, along with Blaze, along with, you know, Silver. I could see that. In fact, I think one of the things they could potentially think about doing, if not consider, is have each character that he, he encounters be the equivalent of who he is. In other words, Sally could be, you know, Sally Acorn, but she could be the equivalent of who Sonic is. In other words, she can have the speed. She could be the hero. You know, the same with Silver, the same with Blaze, the same with Elise. You know, Sonic could still be part of the world, in a sense, but they would be like the main character. They would be the Sonic of the world. And I think that can lend itself to a lot of possibilities. Again, I go back to the finale of the 90s animated Spider-Man series on Fox. And that pretty much, when Peter encounters all his different alternate versions of himself, that kind of gives you an idea of what, what I'm talking about. Because you could just imagine those characters, you know, being like, you know, the characters that this guy mentioned, but being, you know, the Sonic of their world, or being in the same position that Sonic, in, Sonic is, you know, same abilities, powers, and all that. So I think it could work. I think that could work if they do that. And these characters that, you know, Christopher listed off, I think would benefit from that, especially if you bring them together for one last uh, story 
during the finale, whether it's a season finale or a series finale. But what do you guys think? What do you think about Christopher's choices of the 10 characters that I listed off? Let me know down below and in the live chat. I'll provide a link in the description, if not in the annotations, if I could do that. But again, let me know what your thoughts are on the whole, on these 10 characters that he listed that I read off. And I will talk to you all later.